You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on the safety of nuclear installations in Belarus. Set aside for decades, Belarus is about to realize its nuclear power aspirations with the help of Moscow. But Chernobyl's painful memories and concerns over safety mean the EU will have to remain vigilant. Let's have a look at the situation as, during the European Parliament Plenary June session in Strasbourg, MEPs will debate the safety of nuclear installations in Belarus. It was April 1986 when the radioactive cloud created by the disaster in Chernobyl spread from the Ukraine over Belarus, contaminating nearly a quarter of the country. Although this is still a national taboo, the disaster stalled Minsk's own nuclear aspirations for decades. 30 years after that, Belarus is building its first nuclear power plant. With the help of Russia, which is financing the 20 billion euro project and delivering an innovative reactor, the first unit is set to become operational in 2018 and the second in 2020. But two more units may follow by 2025. The plant will be built in Ostrovets, some 50 kilometers east of Lithuania's capital, and the first concrete was poured in 2013. Is this the answer to Belarus's energy dependence on Russia? Well, it's true that Belarus is heavily dependent on Russian energy. Actually, some 90% of Belarusian gas imports come from Russia. And that's partly because Belarusian heavy industries use energy-hungry Soviet-era technologies, and Belarusian citizens have become used to artificially low energy prices. But while Minsk claims that the new nuclear power plant will reduce the country's energy dependence on Russia... Critics argue that Russia's economic and technological involvement in the project and the delicate condition of Belarus' state-run economy will only prolong the country's energy dependence. The tight control exercised by Belarus's president has had a muting effect over domestic opposition to the project, but it hasn't stopped international criticism. As the new plant's reactor will be cooled with water from the river Neris, which flows downstream through Vilnius, Lithuania is concerned about the impact on the river and on the drinking water in Lithuania. It has openly accused Belarus of violating the UN's ESPO and Aarhus conventions by failing to complete an environmental impact assessment and by not notifying Lithuania about the project and not informing the public about its potential impacts. In 2014, the parties to the ESPO convention, which brings together all project stakeholders to prevent environmental damage before it occurs, find that Minsk had failed to meet some of its obligations in the construction of the nuclear power plant and suggested that an international inquiry commission help resolve the dispute. Following an incident on 8th of April, only confirmed by Minsk a month later, Lithuania renewed its calls for stress tests, urging the International Atomic Energy Agency to ensure compliance with international safety requirements. Actually, following the 2011 Fukushima nuclear accident, the European Council requested stress tests of all nuclear power plants in the European Union, and Belarus agreed to conduct nuclear reactor stress tests for its future plant. But MEPs are concerned. In 2013, the European Parliament called on Belarus to enforce the highest international safety standards and to conduct a truly independent environmental impact assessment for the construction and operation of all power plants. The EU has already contributed 1 million euros to strengthen the capabilities of the Belarusian Nuclear Regulatory Authority, especially in the field of nuclear emergency preparedness and response. In February 2016, the Council reaffirmed that good neighbourly relations and regional cooperation were key to enhanced EU-Belarus cooperation and reiterated the importance of ensuring nuclear safety beyond the borders of the EU, calling on Belarus to cooperate with international authorities. The European Parliament will be watching developments closely. 
You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. 